This episode of Talk the Walk is brought to you by, well, you. If you want to learn how to support our family of podcasts, head over to patreon.com slash media or search for us on the Patreon app on your smart device. Thanks for helping us build something better. Welcome to Talk the Walk here on Watch First Games. I'm your host, the Enlightened Sighted Eddie V. Joining me, special alumni, queen, diva, iconic. She used to be a co host on Crossroads and may come back. We don't know. Everyone, please welcome and give a standing ovation to the one, to the only. Nelly, that's on this planet that really matters. Nelly! Hello! Yes. What's going on, y'all? What's going on? I'm happy to be back. <laughs> ah, it's so great to have you here. Ah, I, I'm so glad that you're here. I miss you so much. I miss I did, you guys. Uh, everyone here at uh, Boss Rush Media loves you. We miss you and everything. And we're going to get on. LeBron, because LeBron wasn't able to make this discussion. Uh, but he is a busy man. But LeBron, I'm going to let this one slide. The <laughs> next time we got a game that we're going to discuss for the show, and you hyped about it, you better play it. Come on. Hey. Okay? We love you, <laughs> good sir. Host of Crossroads. And if you guys don't know, you can follow him on Exodus803 on YouTube to show, see more of his work. Yes. Just, I'm going to promote him. Give him a little shout. But yeah, he's been a naughty boy. Ooh. But everybody, we are talking about Detroit Become Human. Uh, this game is from 2018, and it was released from Quantic Dreams. It was written and directed by David Cage. Um, uh, one uh, Another writer was Adam Williams. It's the, um, uh, sorry about that. Um, it was a PlayStation 4 exclusive, uh, but then it became available uh, for PC. Um, and it says, Detroit Become Human is a 2018 adventure video game developed by Quantum Dreams and published by Sony Interactive Entertainment. The plot follows three androids, Kara, played by Valerie Kirby, who escapes her owner to explore newfound sentience and protect the young girl, Connor, Brian DeChart, whose job is to hunt uh, down sentient androids and Marcus, played by Jesse Williams, who devotes himself to releasing other androids from servitude. Uh, Detroit Become Human is based on Quantum Dreams 2012 technology demonstration, uh, Carver, which also stated uh, Star Curry. To research the setting, the developers visit Detroit, Michigan. Writer and director David Cage completed the script in over two years. An engine was built to com- complement the game, and hundreds of actors were cast before shooting, uh, sh- for shooting and animation. Phyllis Shepard, Nima Fakarana, and John Persano served as composers for Carver, Connor, and Marcus, respectively. It was released for the PlayStation 4 in May 2018 and Windows in December 2019. 
Uh, Detroit Become Human was met with journey fairball reviews from critics who praised the setting, visuals, story, main characters, their voice actors, the impact choices had on the narrative, and flowchart feature, but criticized the motion controls, mishandling of historical and thematic allegories, and aspects of the plot and characters. In addition to being Quiet Dream's most successful launch, the game is also the company's best-selling game at 8 million units sold by January of 2023. (sighs) Yes. I remember seeing this trailer and was just like, I automatically wanted the game. Like, I I literally had to have it. And the... uh, the way it just starts off in this game. But before we get into that, Nelly, how did you find out about this game and what were your thoughts when you saw the trailer? I had actually, we gonna go back a little bit. <clears throat> I didn't own a PlayStation 3 at the time, but there was a game called Heavy Rain that they- <gasps> Yes! And I was like, okay, I missed out on that. That's okay. And I was sent back. And then I found out about Detroit Become Human, I was like, wait a minute. Is this by the same company? I thought it was. I was like, yes. I need this game. I need to play it. I didn't uh, really play too many uh, interactive storytelling games. Mm -hmm. So I was like, let me give this a shot. And it reminded me so much of real life because every decision you make can affect anything at any point of the game. And it really just stuck out to me. So. That's why I wanted to play it. <laughs> I was just I was just taken aback when I seen it. I was just like, oh, Androids? Uh, Adventure Gay? And it was just the animation and the story and just seeing it. I'm like, ooh, this is on a whole different level. And I played Heavy Rain. Heavy Rain was one of my uh, first games that I brought when I got my PlayStation 3. Oh. Uh, and I went into that game with my mouth again, again, because I was just like, oh, this, uh, this, and I love the characters and the stories and everything. And I'm just like, wow, I did some crazy stuff in her, uh, Heavy Rain. But this game, Roller Coaster. It is. And, I, and it, it's a roller coaster because of the way that it plays on your emotions. Mm-hmm. And it, and you know, yes, you are controlling three androids, but you're 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 putting your values and morals into your your human values and morals into these characters to make these decisions. So we're still controlling the androids, even though part of the game is these androids want to be free. Exactly. So uh where should we start? Uh, whose storyline would you like to start? We have uh, Kara, uh, Connor, and Jess. Uh, no, not Jesse. And uh, Marcus. Marcus. Let's want to start with Marcus. Let's start okay. with Marcus. Okay. So um, Marcus, uh, when his story starts, he is uh, getting his uh, head person in charge, Carl ready for the day and you know carl is a painter and everything and you know you get him into the bathroom wash him up you have him feed breakfast and he tells you to go you know play around and the mention of things you want to do um i played chess 
with my decision. That's the first thing. What did you do? What did I do? Uh, let's see. It's hold on. It's been a while because I I started streaming this, <laughs> <laughs> and then I stopped. Uh, what did I do? I don't even remember. I know you could play. I think you could play the piano, uh, chess. The and first I time think... I did play the piano. The first time okay. I do remember playing the piano. Okay. But this, I'm playing it for a second time around. I don't remember mm-hmm. what I did. Okay. <laughs> well, let's let's go with you play the piano with that one. That's mm-hmm. good. And you, um, once you kind of get, you know, have a discussion with Carl, you guys walk into his, um, his, uh, his Studio, room. Isn't it? Yes. But I, I got to say, before you even meet Carl, it starts on with Jesse opening his eyes and you're going to go get his paints. Yes. His, uh, and everything. So you go around, you hear different things, you get his paint. Um, and then you have the option to explore and everything. And while exploring, you're hearing these humans want to have a demonstration, you know, processing that androids mm-hmm. are bad because they're taking uh, human jobs because unemployment has kind of risen um, in this game. Uh, you get on the uh, bus and then you go uh, to Carl's house and then that's when all that stuff happens with Carl. When yes. you get it. When you get into the room uh, where Carl paints, uh, you are able to tidy up, look around, see what's going on. And then Carl invites you to paint because you're helping him, you know, paint stuff. And he asks you, what do you see? And then you get to make a decision and everything. Uh, When he comes down, he has you the brush and says, you paint. What do you want to paint and everything? And I ended up paint, painting something, like, real clean and stuff. He's like, that's good for an AI painting, but what do you want to paint? Yeah. Uh, so, hmm. uh, what, what did you paint anything, How, or what, what did you go with? Oh, man. What? Hold on. Now, I have to cheat a little bit. Now, I have to look this up. <laughs> again because it's been a while okay um, and the painting thing is kind of important because it teaches you on you know how to make your choices in the game for Marcus and everything because uh, there is going to get a point where you have to make a lot of hard choices oh yeah like throughout the like I said throughout the game you have to make hard choices Yes, uh, you may not like the reward that you are giving, but it's a choice that you do have to make. So, um, oh, and I just realized something. Yes, you can paint on this. Can you paint the statue? I'm looking at some pictures. Uh huh. I'm wondering. Oh, I, I, I need to go back. I need to go back. Yes. Okay. So yes, you do get the uh, choice of androids, humanity, and identity. Yes. I think I went with identity. I went with identity because it's a blue kind of thing. Yes. Okay. It's slowly coming back. (laughs) 
Yes. Uh, so after you make that choice, Carl's son comes in, Leon, and he's kind of, uh, you know, on some stuff. And it's, it's this red drug that's kind of a big thing in the game, which I feel like doesn't pay off. Um, because there's like no reveal about the drug or who's dealing it or anything. Um, we just know that it does something to the human body. So it's like their version of crack cocaine. Yeah. In a sense. It's called red ice. Red ice. Yes, ice. That's it. It yes. was the illegal drug. I remember. Yes. So, uh, you know, Leon's just like, you know, hi, dad. And, you know, talk to him, kind of want to borrow his money. His dad knows what is going on and everything. And uh, Marcus kind of steps in to protect Carl from Leon. And Leon's just like, I know you. I know who you are. You you think that you can keep me away from my dad and stuff. You're nothing but an android. And then Leon leaves. Yeah. Uh Later on, uh, Carl and Leon, I mean, Carl and Marcus go to this uh, dinner uh, celebrating his works, celebrating Carl and stuff. And Carl's just like, I hate going to those because they just really want to be with a celebrity and everything. Uh, And I can can understand uh, what he meant. And when you get back, you kind of see that the door has been open. The painting room door has been open. Yes. Uh, and then you go in. Uh, you find out that it's Leon who busted in and everything. But you have the option to BS Marcus, go in with Carl or go in by yourself. Uh, what did you do at that point? I actually went in by myself. I remember doing it. I did I, too. I was like, I don't want Carl to get hurt. That would have hurt me because I actually loved Carl as a character. Yes. He, so the founder of Playboy is who I'm thinking of when I think of Carl. When I oh, see no. him and hear his voice. <laughs> but, but, when I, but when I see him and hear his voice and everything, I'm like, oh my goodness, the similarities is there. But Carl is such, it is such um, nicer. He's such yes. a father figure. He understands. That's what I like about Carl. Yes. So, uh, after you go in and you confront Leon, Carl comes in, depending on what choice that you make. And uh, there's a tussle between Leon and Carl, in in a sense. And you have the option to uh, stop Leon or, you know, help or help, like, protect Carl or something like that. Mm Because what is what ends up happening is, is that one of them dies in a sense uh, in that situation. I killed Leon the, in this one. Yeah. Actually, his son name is Leo. Uh, Leo. <laughs> Leo. Okay. Leo. I'm sorry, everybody. No, no, no. You're good. You're good. I had Leo. to remember. I was like, Leo. <laughs> no, I do. The first time I did push him and he hit his head. Yes. My second go round, because this is recent, I did not fight back. Yes, and Leo ends up killing Carl in that one. I uh, think he had a heart attack. If I'm not mistaken, he falls out and had a heart attack. 
Yes, he did. Yes. Yeah. Uh, uh, you call the police and everything, and the, when the police come, uh, so on Leo's side, he blames uh, Marcus and everything, and the police mm-hmm. shoot him. If you allow Carl to die, uh, oh no, that's that's what happened. What happened? But if Leon dies and stuff, Carl tells Marcus he needs to leave. He needs to run, but it's too late, and the police ends up killing. Him. So no matter what, you end up getting shot. Yeah, um, you end up at a junkyard and you start going around trying to find parts to rebuild your body, which you end up doing. There's different mm-hmm. ways on that. Mm-hmm. that don't really pay a t- play a part uh, for the game, uh, but you are told about this place called Jericho, and yeah. you are searching. This is the long stretch of part of the game. Because you have to find all of those symbols and everything. But it also teaches you on how to recreate uh, a path. And if that's the right path, you uh, are able to hit the square button, complete it, and then go about the progress and everything. Uh, What did you think about this point in everything in the game before you actually solve it and get it to Jericho? First of all, I was like, my puzzle solving skills are not as sharp as I thought. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But it it, it taught me to think outside the box rather than like having everything given to me. I don't know if that makes sense. Uh, Because I'm not going to lie, in real life, I do look for an easy way way out. But Mm -hmm. again... Doing that puzzle, it actually just taught me to take your time, look at your details, and solve it. There's no rush to this. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. Yes. There are moments that stood out time limits, but we'll get to that a little bit later. Oh, yeah. So <laughs> you, you end up fighting uh, Jericho, and you end up meeting three important characters um, with the and Lucy, uh, I believe, uh, that you end up fighting. Um, the characters are Simon, Josh, and North. Uh, so as time goes on, you know, you kind of end up becoming a revolutionary leader um, with it. Uh, and there's kind of like a couple of scenarios that you can do, which we're going to touch on uh, mm-hmm. in everything. Um, with Marcus giving this speech and, you know, Lucy helping Marcus get back, you kind of become the head of Jericho Mm -hmm. uh, and you start, you know, kind of trying to get the world to see or the people of Detroit to see that you are some androids who want freedom or you want war to get your freedom. Mm -hmm. What you do at this part for Marcus is going to determine how the game is in a sense. So, the first one, uh, I believe, is that you're trying to get parts for everybody um, yes. at, at Cyberlink's warehouse. And when you do, you are, um, you know, you, you find some crates, you get to search it. Um, there's another Android that comes in, and you kind of, like, take him as a kidnapper. Uh, you have an option to... 
uh, kill the human guard, uh, do nothing, or, you know, get help from, like, push him out and help the guy who his name's John, uh, help you, uh, get through that part, you know, cover for you. I had, I, so I threw John out to help me, to help me and everything. So I, and then I recruited him in the game for me. If I'm not uh, mistaken, I, again, I was playing, I was playing brutally. So most likely I am probably killed them. <laughs> killed the, uh, killed the human. Killed okay. human. Yes. Um, there is another part where you open up this door and you see three uh, androids. You can free them or leave them there. I left them there. You know, I didn't free them with that. Uh, at, at another point, you kind of get oh, help yeah. from. Uh, it's slowly. Co- yes. Okay. I think I. Um, yeah, I freed them. I freed them. Okay. Mm-hmm. I did. Yeah, I closed the door and left them there. Uh, at a later point in that same scenario, you are able to get into the security guard's house uh, office because you're trying to get a key card so you can merely drive a truck and get out yes. that section to the nearer points. So I I got the gun and I fought them, but I did not kill any of them. Uh, and I just knocked them out and got the key card. I do remember driving the truck. What yes. I did before then, I think I was trying to play stealthy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there was, for some reason, there was no way to get the guards out. So mm-hmm. you had to take the gun. I think mm-hmm. it was if you wanted to spare them or not. And so I spared them after knocking them out and everything. After mm-hmm. that sequence happens. This just made me realize that I want to go back and play Marcus story. Cause I, ah. here's the deal. Like I said, I was streaming it and I stopped because, you know, I got busy with life, but in this playthrough, I, my goal is to save everyone. So that's why I was like, let me go back and play Marcus's story. Yeah, I. So I'll reveal what happened with my ending a little bit later. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the second part with Marcus, you guys end up infiltrating uh broadcasting news center, um, mm-hmm. and with that, you know, your uh, there's ways on on how to get inside, and you know. Uh, you get up to like the tower and stuff, uh, and you go into the broadcasting center and make your announcement. This the stuff that you actually do to get there really doesn't matter uh, in our thing. You that part people will have to play uh, to find that out. But you do get upstairs and you're able to make the speech mm-hmm. and everything. When I got up there, I made a speech of equal rights. So that was my thing with marketing. If you want to be a Patreon producer, head on over to Patreon, patreon.com slash Media, and find out which tier is right for you. Our Patreon producers at the $5 tier or higher for this month are 
Adriel Munger, Austin Campbell, Celeste Roberts, Christian S., Sana Dierig, Francisco Santillan, and Rebecca Jewell. Thank you for your continued support. This should be similar to a crime done to a human. So um, that was my thing with it. And it was never to be violent. It's always to be like, we won't solve anything with violence for source violence. We have to do it with peace and with words and dialogue. Mm -hmm. And that was my choice with that in that scenario. Uh, Did you get to that point, uh, Nelly and make a speech. I did. I think I chose the calm route because you get two choices. There's calm and determined. I yes. took the calm route because again, he's pretty much fighting for his people. You know what I'm saying? So it's like why come off aggressive? Wink. Basically, you don't have to be aggressive to get your point across. So that's yes. why I chose. I, I do remember being calm about that. Yeah, I. Sorry about that. I uh, I went the calm route, and you know, um, kind of. If y'all like, hear a little, I'm sorry. I'm gonna say this. If y'all hear a little screaming in the back, that's my little cousin. He's one years old. <laughs> so I apologize um, about that. <laughs> I, I think people have heard. Background noises. I was saying that. <laughs> Even background noises. Uh, so, uh, when after all of that happened, you get to the point where you're able to start free- freeing androids. You're walking mm-hmm. around, you're freeing them, and you kind of have this peaceful protest and everything. And uh, there's another part where, uh, just moving a little bit forward, there's another part where um, you kind of fall in you have a choice to fall in love with North and everything. Cause North wants to do stuff violently. Mm-hmm. Uh, John wants, I mean, Josh, he wants to do stuff uh, calmly. Um, I will say Simon does play a part, but you have to make the choice if to, you have to make a certain choice if he stays in the game or not mm-hmm. uh, with that. And that happens at the, that happens at the broadcasting uh, portion in our thing. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you end up, uh, getting to a plaza and there's these androids that's in this cyber life store that you have, that you have to free. Uh, that's the big thing. Getting about that though, is going to be up to you as a player on how to get them free while you're also freeing more androids. So what I did. Well, I Nelly, I want to ask you at this point what happened with your story? I let's see. I do remember saving Josh. Mm-hmm. And I gave him the gun. And then we jumped off the building. Yes. No, Simon. So you, Simon, yes, Simon. I'm sorry. Simon, yes. Yeah. Okay, we get we getting them mixed up. <laughs> But, um, yeah, I do remember leaving him and giving him a gun and then jumping off the side. Mm-hmm. Afterwards, I think that's when we end up on the street, isn't it? 
Um, after you, after you and North have your kind of meeting that part, yes. then you and North are in the street because you're are you're about to uh you're in the past and you're about to get uh. Mm-hmm. And that's when the uh the protest starts, I think. Yes, the protest okay. starts. Yeah, yeah. So th- there is another part. Uh, bef- before I mean, after you free the androids, that's when everybody's walking. There is another protest, but that one happens a little bit later. Later, yeah, I remember yes. now. So, uh, when uh, but trying to get the androids free, what did you do and stuff? Because there's some things you have to do. So you won't get detected, or did you get detected? I uh, let's see. So before that, I do remember. I think I got detected because I had to knock out some cameras that were floating around outside when we were in the snow. That was that one. Yes, the cameras that was in the cyber life. Yes, the alarms. Uh, and it was those two. Uh. And then, you know, you kind of had to find a truck to run in. To run in. Yeah, yeah I do remember yeah. that. <laughs> like yeah. I said, it's been a while. So, sorry if yeah. I'm dragging y'all. <laughs> no. Uh, I know, for me, I put out... So, I got the... I messed it up the first time, and then I reset my game, and it put me back at that area. So, I did the alarm. I got that mm-hmm. free, to, free the address, and then hit from the police. Mm-hmm. Little drone. Uh, I went in and uh, took the drone down uh, with that. Uh, and then I started freeing a little bit more. And then I went and got the truck and bust through the window, talked to the people, and got them to realize, you know, we're free. We're free. Uh, yeah, I remember and, that. And then uh, we started uh, the next part after that, you are in like that same town square in that plaza. Mm-hmm. And you are able to be a uh, 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 passes or uh, or violent uh, and stuff. So you, in other words, you get to be uh, evil or good. Yeah. So I was good through everything that I did there. Uh, as long as it's market story, I think I did choose a lot of pacifist routes because, again, even though first time I was like, man. I'm going to smash this, 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 this. And then I was like, oh, I get it now. And that's when it hit me like, hey, whatever choice you make in this game, you could change it. So that's when I started taking pacifist routes. Yes. So uh, you get to a point where you guys, uh, I guess they were all free and about the protest, but they end up getting shot by the police. Uh, and you go... And you kind of find out a little bit or get a hint of North's story because there's one girl that looks like North. And you're like, oh, okay, something happened and everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, you get to the police, uh, Simon hands you a gun or John hands you a gun uh, or jo- Josh hands you a gun. Uh, and they tell you, you know, you got to get revenge um, for the androids and stuff, and mm-hmm. at this point, I spared the cops. Yes, uh, I did. I do remember doing that. I didn't shoot them because I think it was like two cops, if I'm not mistaken. And yes. you got the choice of revenge, letting them go, 
and and I think it's they it said it's just, don't decide. Yeah, yeah. So it's coming back. It's coming back. <laughs> so uh, you kind of leave from there, and uh, you're kind of getting ready uh, and everything. Because uh, there is uh, there is something happen where Marcus ends up getting shot. Uh, and then you end up going back. I think there was another protest or something. Um, and you end up going back to uh, Jericho, your ship. Um, and we're going to stop right there. Because this is when all three stories connect in a sense mm-hmm. uh, up to this point so now we we, we have Kara's or Connor's storyline where let's, would you like to go let's talk Kara okay Kara uh, Kara starts her adventure um, wrecking up in a cyber life she uh, ended up getting repaired because uh, the guy who she was with um, beat her and everything. Uh, Todd. That's abusive. <laughs> well, what's his, what'd you say? I think his name was Todd. Todd was abusive to her. So Todd ends up getting her home in Detroit and you know, wants her to do these chores and, and stuff. And there's a little girl named Alice that is there. So uh, Todd is ordering you to clean downstairs to clean upstairs. Um, and there is a point now before we go on the house that you go in looks like the same exact house from Detroit Become Human I mean not Detroit Become Human Heavy Rain Mm, I didn't notice that again I didn't play Heavy Rain so yeah cause Heavy Rain the house the the way that the area that looks looks like Detroit in a sense so uh, you know, you're cleaning around and at this point, it's up to you. You know, you got optional chores you could do and then the main chores and stuff. Uh, there's a point where you get to doing the laundry and you put your hand in and when you picked out a pack because you're looking for the detergent, you see some red ice. And Todd comes in and starts strangling you and everything. Mm-hmm. He was just abusive. I, I couldn't stand him, honestly. <laughs> Oh, uh, I that, man. oh I, let me shut up. Go ahead. I'm listening. <laughs> uh, so, uh, you know, he goes on this stuff. Uh, you go upstairs, and this is where you can unlock, uh, unlock some things. So uh, I clean it Todd's room, and I unlock the drawer with the gun. In. Gun. Mm-hmm. I remember that. So uh, later on, uh, with that, you kind of you go in, you meet uh, Alice, and you're cleaning up, and she's kind of mute and stuff because she's afraid. But then she ends up opening up to you and start trusting you for a little bit. There, they go in and have this dinner that you serve them. You're pouring water, and at this point, uh, Todd is blaming Alice for the way uh, he feels and everything. He ends up uh, smacking her and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it, uh, Alice runs away to upstairs and Todd goes in. And this is a point where you're able to talk to Todd or go upstairs and comfort Alice and stuff. And But 
what ends up happening, you end up breaking your command sensor and become a deviant. Uh, and deviants are when they break their uh, protocol or design uh, that, uh, and stuff. So they kind of end up having free will and emotions and things like that. Uh, you go upstairs, and depending on if you unlock the drawer to get the gun or you go straight to Alice's room and stuff, uh, Todd does intervene and starts trying to hurt Alice a little bit more. Uh, but you go in, and it's up to you on how you want to protect Alice. I killed him. I killed him my first playthrough. I remember that so clearly. <laughs> I remember yes, that I, so clearly. Uh, there, you know, a uh, 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 QTE quick time event. Uh, that's where that's the name of it. Where for the commands and stuff. Uh, I ended up, you know, passing that, making the right decisions and stuff, and. He was, he was begging for his life not to shoot him. And they give you the option of not to shoot him or you do. And I end up killing him. Uh, after killing Todd, you run off uh, and stuff uh, mm-hmm. with uh, Alice. So you guys run off. You get on a bus. And you stay on the bus until it gets to the next scenario. Uh, when you get to the end of the line of the bus, with Kara, you're dropped off and then you have an option because Alice is getting cold and you need to, you know, find a safe space for her. Uh, I went into the alley or this little point and stuff. Uh, after meeting this uh, t- truck driver who lets me know uh, there's a way to, uh, I think a place that would help me. Um, yes. Which, which plays a little part in, uh, in the game. And so when I get there, you know, I find, I get Alice to his car. She's kind of weary, but she got, you know, she has to, it's raining and stuff. So you get Alice in there, you come for her, uh, and then you're able to cut your hair and, uh, you know, uh, put on a coat so you can stay warm. Uh, I turn my hair black in this one. Uh, What did you do? Actually, you get uh, with the three choices, you, uh, let's see, you get the hotel room, you can stay in the house, or you can get in the car. The first time I killed him, I actually went to the hotel after I robbed the, the corner store, I guess. I did you know, not I know that. Yes, you can rob the little corner store. You can have Alice, um, you know, do a little diversion or whatnot. Yeah. And you can steal money out the register to pay for your hotel room. I had did that. Here's where I messed up at. <laughs> when you take that option, spoiler alert, they're going to find out where you are. Because, of course, you got to check into your little motel. They're going to yeah. recognize you. So now the cops are going to be on you. I mean, Costco being anyway, but this is just a different scenario. So, yes, may, be careful with your choices. The second time around, and I didn't do this, I actually stayed in that abandoned house and met Ralph. I think that's his name. Who is another weird android, <laughs> but I like this character. Um... In that scenario, he's 
pretty much I forgot what he's cooking. It's like a raccoon or something. Mm-hmm. And he's trying to get Alice and Kara to eat. And afterwards, Connor comes in, and I'm gonna stop right there. Go ahead. <laughs> okay. So I did the car part where, uh, you know, you do the changing, you keep Alice warm, and then you guys wake up and you guys have to go. At that point, you have to kind of like, uh, kind of a little bit be stealthy and not get caught by the police. So you're hiding under a umbrella or you're hiding on the side, you're turning your back and everything, and you're trying to get to the train station. And uh, once you get to the train station, it goes on to the next part uh, with it. So I was able to escape. Connor and uh, Hank are looking, which we'll talk about them in the next part. They are looking for uh, like clues and evidence because they have a different case that's going on at that time. So I was able to get away and not get caught. I did too, actually. That was that was fun. <laughs> yes. So you end up at this man's place called this man Zelensky, who is living in Carl's old house. And uh what he has done to the place, uh he kind of like because uh, it looks abandoned and everything, uh Kara says that, you know, can you help us be able to get to uh, across the border? And this is where you meet Luther, who's this big black uh, android, uh, this gentleman stuff. And uh, uh, Todd, I mean, not Todd, uh, Zelensky uh, invites you to come downstairs. And there's a part where Kara turns and looks at this... uh, looks at the this room and stuff and you don't know what it is but you can uh reassure Kara or tell her to come on or just completely ignore her. I reassure Kara which opened up that room and everything. Uh when you go in and you follow uh Zelensky uh is you Zelensky you uh Alice and uh, I mean, I meant to say Alice, uh, who looks at the uh, the weird door. Uh, Alex and Luther. Uh, Zelensky starts telling you because he asked you to step in this portal thing. Uh, Zelensky starts telling you that oh, you know, he doesn't have to remove this tracker thing because when you're a deviant, you don't you don't have the tracker no more. So he lies to her, and uh, the option is to try to break free. So you can keep your memories or get your memory wiped. I was able to break free of it. Yeah, I broke free. So, uh, but if, uh, before you kind of lose your memory or whatever, Luther walks up to you and says, meet me in the library or meet me in the living room. Uh, and so depending on your actions and stuff, uh, if you kind of keep your memory, um, that door you unlock you get to see that uh, Zelensky has made other androids his experiments, his toy mm-hmm. things and stuff. 
Uh, when you go up there, you'll hear Zelensky talking about, you know, get Alice ready. I'll be ready in 10 minutes and stuff like that. And Luther goes upstairs. And uh, for me, uh, I unlock the polar bear uh, that you meet. Yes. Um, Luther is kind of like down and everything. So he's not seeing what's going on. Uh, I go into the bathtub. There's a man with a heart thing. And, you know, he said he won't tell on anything if you don't take his heart. So I trusted him. I didn't take his heart and, and everything. So I kept him alive in the bathtub. Mm-hmm. I told him to be quiet. Um, I checked a few things. Uh, the, there's a gun that's on there, but it's not loaded and stuff. Uh, during some time, because you have within ten minutes, you you have to find Alice. Once you find Alice, Zelensky says you're you know he's ready and stuff, and you leave and you find out that Alice is. They find out that Alice is gone. So mm-hmm. at this point, you have to hide under a table in one room, hide and in another section where uh, you unleash the polar bear. If you did not take the heart from the android that's in the bathtub, he starts making noise so that they could come there. Yeah, I do remember like shutting him down. Okay. <laughs> I was like, no, we're not about to do this. So I I was moving, I was going away. I did end up getting like caught in and stuff, but I started doing a quick time of it because mm-hmm. the polar bear was uh the polar bear was loose. He was attacking uh Zelensky. So uh, you are able to escape uh, in the front or in the back. And I went to the back. So in the back, Zelensky kind of like uh, has his gun out and Luther is there by his side. Uh, mm-hmm. So, I, and I think this depends on what you, which, what choices that you make before you end that chapter. So for me, Luther comes in uh, and protects Alice and Kara and stuff. And Zelensky, he has his gun and he's like talking and stuff. But because I freed his experiments, his experiments come and kill Zelensky. Yeah, and then I remember Luther, Luther, Kara, and Alice escapes. Yes! I, I remember going out the front door and after getting caught in the front, Luther, I remember Luther snatching the shotgun from him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, same thing. And, he snatched the shotgun. Yes, and the other androids came out and attacked him. And I was like, freedom! <laughs> <laughs> yes. So, yeah. So, so, he ends up leaving. I mean, they end up leaving and, you know, there's problems with the car and everything. Uh, and so you go to this pirate amusement park. Oh, and yes. you're you're fighting shelter for Kara so she could get some sleep because you guys got a big day and everything to move on. Uh, so um, at this point, you're kind of talking to Luther, you know, after you tell a story to Kara, um, I mean to Alice. And for me, Alice said that Happy endings only happens in fairy tales, not in real life. And I'm like, what? (laughs) So she's still uh, learning. She's a baby. So yes, Uh, you end up 
talking to uh, Luther, but Luther doesn't have any memories and stuff. Uh, but he's just like, I'm built so big. I'm assuming like I was this kind of big person to carry logs or whatever, like do a big thing. Uh, but then these androids reanimate and starts bringing it to the place that you guys are staying at. Yes. And you get an option to get a gun to shoot them or uh, or protect Alice, or you can get a something from the fire to like defend or fight. Um, I protected Alice, and mm-hmm. Luther went to go get the gun. Yes. The Jerry's. I remember them. <laughs> yes. Yes. And uh, what what ends up happening, uh, depending on what you do, uh, for us, for this playthrough, for me, uh, if you did the same thing, uh, Nelly, the Jerry's take Kara to a carousel. Mm-hmm. And she rides the carousel in a phase out. I remember um, getting so teary-eyed because I was like, oh, I, you finally see this little girl smile after all of this. So that that really touched me. And then, like, looking at Kara and Luther and Alice's relationship, you know, yes. they were like the parents. Yes. yes. So that, that's why I really liked Kara's story, like, so much. Yeah, yes. Um. So Kara is up going to see in the house and they meet Adam and her mom Rose. Uh two black people and everything. And I love Rose. hmm Oh, she was so so nice. Uh and, and mother feared uh fruity. And uh she uh they uh, she makes a room for uh, Alice so Alice could sleep and everything. And Luther is just kind of looking at Kara to be like, you do know something wrong, something wrong right? And it, you get to react to that uh, because she's like, what? She's a little girl with a fever and everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, and Luther like, okay. And, you know, goes about his business. Uh you kind of see that uh, there's been some uh, androids in the house, uh, and one of the androids, the female, she goes out. And the other android who says that he loved her is holding her and doesn't know what was going on. Mm-hmm. Um, Adam and Rose has a fight and everything, and Adam goes upstairs because he's angry. It says, Dad wouldn't allow this, and... Uh, Rose just like gets on on Adam's, you know, don't say that, you know, and doesn't hit him or anything. Uh, Rose cools down, says, "I'm going to find a way," uh, and she to get you guys across the border to Canada. And so she leaves and everything. Um, the police show up, mm-hmm. and when that happens, you kind of have like about five, three to five minutes to hide all the stuff from being from the deviant. And everything, so I, I close for me, I, uh, I, uh, I closed the door that was open. I told Luther and Alice to go into the laundry room. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't know that. There is one more thing that I did, but I didn't change. I should have. I should have changed the uh, reading book to. Uh, 
the grass and stuff and not kept it on the story by androids and stuff. Um, the cop is like kind of looking around and everything and you serve him coffee and you know, kind of, he's kind of getting suspicious of Adam and you tell him he's just tired. He's been working in the garden. That's what I tell the cop and everything. And before I, the cop said, oh, go ahead. I was about to say, I do remember saying like, oh, it's the washing machine. <laughs> Because he heard that banging coming out of the laundry, and I was like, oh, my God, this is it. This is it. I got to turn this game on. Because <laughs> I was I was really afraid of losing characters. Uh-huh. But luckily, he didn't check it or anything. So I was like, okay, I'm good there. But I made yeah. sure to like go through that house like top to bottom. I was like, I'm not about to lose no androids. <laughs> Yeah, I told I told the cop that you know it's an old laundry thing. It's good mm-hmm. making this record, and he left. After he leaves, Rose come back to tell you, you know, get your stuff, your stuff ready. We're leaving in the morning. Mm-hmm. Uh, you guys go to Detroit, and you know she talks about Jericho. You thank Rose and stuff, and we're going to end it right there for Karen Luther and Alice's story. Yes. So now we have. Connor. I love Connor. <laughs> and, and the game starts off kind of with Connor. He, uh, and this is kind of where uh, I think there's an E3 presentation of this and you get to make the, uh, make some decisions and everything. Um, there's a hostage situation that's happening on and you ask Connor see that there is a deviant uh, android uh, who has this little girl um, as hostage and is threatening to jump off the building and kill both of them and stuff. Um, so you are kind of like a negotiator in everything. Um, you have an option to go straight confront him or you can start searching the house to get clues and everything. Uh, what did you do at this? Because I won't break down everything that you did, but I kind of will say what uh, what happened with me in my eyes. But what did you do, Nelly? First of all, let's save the fish because that's how you know it's going to be a good playthrough when you save the fish. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and plus I'm a Pisces, so I got to save the fish. Uh, oh, and so is the... Okay, we're not going to get into that. Um, I do remember checking the little girl's room. Yep, did that. And you see... Oh, you listen. You can hear her music. But you can also see a picture of her and that android together. So right then and there, you know they're friends. They were friends at one point. Yes. Then I think there is a dead cop in the house. Yeah. I remember doing that. Then I looked at the food. And then I talked to some of the other cops. And then I think I went out on the balcony. Now, my first playthrough, I didn't know this, as you're talking to Daniel, that's his name, as you're talking to Daniel, that android, yes. there's actually a cop right off to your left-hand side. I didn't know that it was a body over there until I, I panned the camera. And I was like, oh, okay, I could talk to this, uh, you know, check on him too. Again, I did not know it was a body right there. So I was like, that just added to the game. There's a lot that I missed that I found out. But, yeah. Do you want me to keep going? (laughs) Do you want Uh, me to stop? (laughs) 
Uh, yeah, go ahead. Keep going. Okay, so my first playthrough, I don't know how I did this because uh, there's a few ways this could end. <laughs> my first playthrough, I did it perfectly. You know, I sadly, Daniel died and I saved the little girl and, you know, kind of walks off like a badass. If you go on my YouTube channel, where I posted my little playthrough now that I'm doing on Twitch. I get Connor killed. I don't know what I did wrong. I need to go back and look at that. I'm a little upset about that, but we just gonna keep it rolling. <laughs> okay. I, I didn't know that because I, I, uh, my first playthrough, uh, he ends up killing the little girl. Oh, wow. But I ended up you know, we playing it again. I'm just like, okay. So I found out, you know, that uh, Daniel killed the dad. And all of this is happening because Daniel is getting the idea that he's going to get be replaced. Mm -hmm. And it's not like that and stuff uh, and everything. So um, you, you, you find clues on ways to help you uh uh do that so on my second play do on my replay uh daniel is getting sniped he is getting killed and i saved the little girl and stuff. Mm -hmm. uh and then like you said uh kind of walks off um uh, next thing you know uh connor is assigned this case with hank and you have to find Hank in this bar. You end up finding him, <laughs> uh, and then you go into you go into another house, and you see uh, that this man has been killed, uh, and you're trying to find out who killed him and everything. So you're searching the house and everything, uh, and you find there's another, uh, there's a end uh, a deviant and stuff. Um, and the demon is telling you not to rat him out and everything. But you end up do rat him out, which is it to goes into the next part. What did you do with this? Because I stopped found all the clues and everything. Uh and stuff. And uh what I did in and the next part that we're gonna get into, uh Something happened on my first playthrough, but not my second playthrough, which I'm happy about. Uh, mm -hmm. But I was able to, uh, you know, kind of get through it. So I kind of want to know, what did you do? Let's see. At this point. I... Let's see. I, go in, I went into the house. Of course, you start looking for clues. There is one clue that's important that I don't even think I got on my first playthrough, which was that statue of uh, RA9, I think that's what it's called. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think I, I missed that one. My second playthrough, I got it. And then, of course, you check the other clues. And then that's when you put all your clues together to see how that owner of the house died. Yes. Yes. Okay. But yeah, the first playthrough, I didn't get the statue. And I was like, what is this little lock? Because uh, you know, it's, again, if you don't get all the clues, there's going to be like that little lock right there. And it's like, well, what did I miss? 
<laughs> right. It it was weird because I'm like, did they make this thing make the uh, a statue out of earwax? Like, ugh. Yeah, <laughs> it was so like a little brown clay thing, and I was like, okay. Yes. So you end up fighting uh, the person who ends up killing the guy, and you're uh, you get to the scene where Hank is questioning him. Uh, but and Hank is not getting no f- no farther into the investigation. So uh, there is this one one guy, you know, he was just like very snooty and everything. Uh, and you uh, Hank just like you know, kind of saying, "Let me talk to him. I can get some answers." And Hank said, "Why not?" So uh, you asked Connor go in, and uh, my first playthrough because I didn't. Make him. I made him. Kept him stressed and everything. He ends up killing himself in, uh, in the interrogation room. But on my second playthrough, I was able to get him like him getting really feel like threatened and really scared. His I got his fear up to mm. the blue, and so because of that happened, he started talking, revealing stuff. I just uh, eight stab wounds. I was like, woo, kind of not playing up here. Y'all better answer. <laughs> right and so uh the man comes in he wants to kill the robot and everything and you as Connor telling him no you guys are not going to get no answers uh with that so i was able to stop all of that from happening he didn't kill himself uh you know he kind of felt relieved but he but when you actually get into the police station and get a desk with hank and everything you do end up talking to him and he ends up killing himself in the in the police office, in the police station. If I'm not mistaken, I think he bangs his head against the glass. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think that's how he died with me. I was like, oh my goodness, what did I do something wrong? <laughs> yep. So uh with that you uh end up I think you end up uh meeting Hank at his house. And everything. And you find Hank on the floor unconscious. Now, I will say this. My flip my f- part of my first playthrough, I was being nice to Hank, even though he was being rude to me. But on my second playthrough, I was actually being hostile to him, to Hank. And everything. And uh, with Sumo. <laughs> yeah, I love Sumo. I'm like, oh, <laughs> So cool. He's a, such a beautiful dog. Uh, you end up, uh, you know, I think there's a part where uh, Hank is getting lunch and stuff, and you guys are talking and, and stuff. Um, and you go and uh, try to find this other deviant and everything, and it leads you through a chase. Um, it gets up. It gets to a point where. You know, you can help Hank, or you can continue to go after the person, the thief, or the the person who was running away. Mm-hmm. Uh, I left Hank. What? No, and, <laughs> you <and> went, <laughs> and... <laughs> dude. I have a special relationship with Hank. Anytime Hank is in trouble, I gotta save Hank. Like, for some odd reason, I took the Hank right off the bat. So Uh it was like, always protect Hank. 
even like when he didn't like Connor, it was like there's something about you I like. So I just gotta just keep trying and keep pulling at your strings. But yeah, I know what part you're talking about. I definitely had to save Hank. I was like, we always gotta save Hank. <laughs> no, I went after the victim and Hank ended up punching me and everything. Yes. <laughs> I just was like, huh? Okay. Uh you're just in the robot. Whatever. And so you're taking the guy back, but he runs off and he kills himself and mm. stuff. Uh later on, um you get another uh another call uh to go to Eden's club because another man got killed. Uh and then you're uh finding clues on ways on what's going on. Um there's a fight scene that happens with two of the androids. Um, and I, I'm moving past this because you got to play it in order to find out what goes on because there's an option of you not finding out what happens and then a point that you do find out what happens. And so a chase, a fight ensues and you go outside and uh, there's still another fight that's going on between you the U.S. Connor with these two, and these two androids. And it gets to a point where you could spare one of the androids or kill them. And I ended up killing them. Killing one of them. One of them. I spared it. I know that for a fact. Okay. Um, if you kill it, the other android, you know, starts explaining it and everything on why he killed and why on why this person killed the human and stuff. Um and so what ends up happening that uh, Android runs up to Connor, takes the gun, put it up to her neck, and kills her. And kills itself. Oh, well, I did not know that. I spared yes. him. Here's why I spared him. Because, again, it goes into... They just want to be treated equally. You saw the two Tracys. They were in love. I was like, what? Even though they're androids slash robots or whatever mm-hmm. how come they can't just live in harmony it, it goes a little deeper than that I don't want to just we, we probably just go sit here and talk about this after the podcast but um, yeah I'm like what actually is stopping them from just living their life they just want to be treated equally pretty much like everybody else so that's why I spared them yeah, they, uh, these two carrot androids were in love, and see, you don't, you wouldn't know that if you don't follow the clues. Mm. There's a you, there's a point that they could get away, or you know, you could uh, solve the clues and everything. Uh, and so, the, it, because I killed the other girl and let the or I killed the android and let the other android get killed Hank is uh, is getting very hostile and just like F you so there's a point where you are looking at the city of Detroit and you and Hank are having this discussion and everything Hank shot me because I kept telling I kept telling him I don't care my mission is important and we are just androids. We are just machines. We are supposed to follow the, the command. Mm-hmm. I am not able to think for myself. I'm not allowed to. 
and Hank was just like, bam, it ends up killing me. Sits down and eats his lunch, and the thing fades. Oh, wow. I didn't know. I never got killed by Hank. I got killed for Hank, but... <laughs> yes. And oh, so, okay. And so you, yeah, so you do come back and everything. Uh, and I think it's at this point what... Uh, um, what decisions that you are kind of making and, and stuff, um, because you end up going into the police station and uh, you find out the FBI is taking over to investigate. No, um, sorry about that. That's a little bit later on. You end up going to the broadcast station mm-hmm. where Marcus was at, and you're investigating that part and so you're looking getting clues and you have an option to go see go upstairs and see, or, and see Simon and get clues or you are able to go see the three uh, androids that were in the room that yep. end up helping Marcus so <laughs> I end up uh, going to see them and I found out who did it uh, that android took something out of me threw it down and ran away uh, I started you know doing the QTEs, I end up coming back to life, and then I go in, and because the android grabbed the gun, you have options to try to go after him, save Hank, or do some other stuff. And I saved Hank. I saved Hank. I saved Hank. Again, when it comes to Hank, I have to save him. So I already knew. I was like, if I have to save him, I'm going for him. And I think that's where you could kill off Connor again. Yeah, kind of gets in, ends up getting shot and he ends up dying. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Connor comes back and stuff, and Hank is just like, every time you die, I thought I could get rid of you. So, but you end up in the police, you end up in the uh, police station, you and Hank gets taken off the case and stuff. And you see the FBI guy that's coming, and you have to like kind of distract them because you have to get some clues and stuff. Uh, so I unlocked the other door, which let the one other black man come, and he hits the FBI agent. Um, I go in and steal Hank's key, uh, go downstairs, and uh, start investigating there. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I think his name is Gavin. I think that's the, the guy's name. Uh, we'll just call him Gavin. Uh, I think that fight- is his name. Yes, it is Gavin. So you get what you need and you fight Gavin and uh, I just knocked them out. I didn't kill him or anything. It says it kept encapsulated uh, him or something. So I kind of knocked them out and then uh, I leave and I get the information to find out where Jericho is at mm-hmm. and stuff. So now this is where all three of the storylines come together. Uh Kara finds Jericho and she's looking for Marcus because she needs passports to get into Canada. And Marcus is looking, I mean, not Marcus, Connor is looking for Marcus so he could kill him and everything or apprehend him. Uh, when, as time goes, you know, they get infiltrated by the army. And it's at this point where a lot of decisions can be made. That yeah. is some stories or continue some stories. Nelly, should I go first? <laughs> oh, yes. Or do you, no, actually, you know what? Let me go first. 
Okay. I'll let you so go I, first. All right. So I do remember walking in. At, oh, wait. Actually, let's go back. I do remember Kara looking for Marcus. And this is where, after I went to go look around, it's a little spoiler here. You see Alice sitting there with Luther. And I think she turns her head and you find out that she's actually an android. (laughs) No. So you pass another android that looks like Alice. Okay. And she has the blue thing. And Luther tells you, yes, Alice is an android. Because then when you turn, there's another shot that you see Alice without the thing. You didn't realize that. You did they didn't realize that they took the thing off and made Alice this real looking girl. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wait a minute, she'd been an android all this time. Mm-hmm. But she gave a clue that I really wasn't paying attention to. I think it's when she was laying what who was it? Was it at Rose House? And she said something about how come they don't like us. I'm like, what is us? And that kind of gave it away. Or she said us or we. I can't remember which mm-hmm. word she used. And that's when it hit me. I was like, is she an android? But I was like, no, she can't be. I think she's just talking about like us as humans. Right. And it never looked like her skin changed when she was sick. And she mm-hmm. knew they never did pictures of her eating anything or drinking because there was a point where it was just like you have been going days without eating or drinking anything you need mm-hmm. to eat get your energy and Kara didn't recognize that and so Luther told her you didn't want to realize that she was an android and stuff because mm-hmm. you took to her right you, just, you pretty much saw her as your daughter right so and then, to protect and then you had an option to hug her or distance yourself, and I hugged her. Yeah, of course I got to hug Alice. <laughs> like I said, so, it was their relationship that just touched me, like all three of them. Yes. There is a point where Kara, uh, where you can save Luther or let him go and, and everything. And a, there was a point where Luther stayed on a thing and he hid. Uh, uh, there is a point where you get into the store and hide and some uh, android is knocking saying that, you know, let me in or they're going to kill me and you have the option of opening the door or keeping it closed. I cut the clothes. I let the android die. Then the care had to protect Alice at all costs. Of course. When I got outside with all the other androids, Kara and Alice got killed. Oh, you talk about when they were laying on the ground at the end? Yes. Didn't know I should have played dead. Oh, wow. Okay. But Mike, but both of them end up getting killed. And that was the end of their story. Jeez. Oh, wow. So, yeah, I always uh, played dead. And I guess... Because, uh-huh, go, oh, ahead, go ahead. Oh, no. Because I guess that's the way that you end up escaping to get across the border. Hmm. Yeah, I played dead because I remember them like looking for survivors and they were walking up slowly and and I got the option to like play dead or move yeah. or something. And I, I played dead because I was like, I have to protect this little girl. I got to get her out of here. 
Right. So uh, that's with my playthrough with the Alice and Kara being dead. That was the end of their storyline. Oh, um, okay. um, so we get back to Marcus and Connor, and you know you are fighting Connor and uh, and stuff, and you kind of get away. And Marcus is trying to going down to destroy Jericho, and uh, Connor is you know trying to find him and stop him. But there's a point where Connor uh, gets, uh, you know, confronted by another army stuff. And you have options. I ran and it killed Connor. So my mission failed. Oh, wow. And so, and so, but as uh, as Marcus, I was able to help John. Uh, I was able to help North. So John, North, and Simon, and Marcus was able to get away because I was able to do the timer and stuff. So I beat all the enemies that came and did the timer. Uh, we jumped into the river and then it goes on. So. Uh, I remember can- actually saving everybody. Cause I was like, come on, Connor, we got to go deviant. We got to help our people. <laughs> yes. So there is a point where uh, we're going to get close to the end. Uh, there's a point where you are making decisions and stuff with Marcus because now kind of the story is focused on Marcus, uh, freeing his people and everything. Uh, and while you're walking, you're greeting more people and stuff. Uh, there's a point where you get into this church and you're telling the people on oh, what you want to do. I still went peacefully. Uh, you visit a camp and uh, you, t- you really want to let your people go. There is a point though, because I don't know if you did this. So if you kill uh, Leo and everything, you have this kind. You you ask Marcus go and visit Carl and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, you meet an android and you start talking to him. He just and the thing about Carl. He said there's sometimes that you're going to have to face the abyss, but you are the kind of the per- you are the leader or you the person to lead them out. So it's just like there's going to be darkness, but you are the light that's going to lead them out of you. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was really cool. Um, some things happen. Connor is still alive for this one. And the guy from the hostage situation in the first one in my playthrough shows up. So, because you are about to be a sniper and snipe Marcus and stuff. So, you could keep your mission or you could flee and stuff. So, I jumped off and killed Connor and let Marcus do everything. Uh, Marcus ends up meeting, uh, this is my playthrough, Marcus ends up meeting the FBI person because Hank committed suicide in my playthrough. Because I kept because I kept Hank so hostile and everything, he was looking at his son. He had some bourbon and he had the gun. And he said, you know, go go market. I mean, go kind of do your mission since that's more important to you than human life or life in general. So it was kind of your ashes was, because you would think that Hank wouldn't be affected because he hated androids. Mm-hmm. But something about it changed, and so you walk out, and you're about. This is when you're about to go to Jericho. You walk out, and uh, you was about to go to Jericho, or you was about to go and do the snipe thing. You go out, 
and you hear a gunshot and it's Hank that killed himself because you hear a snow bark and groan because he oh. sees what, what happened. And so it, you stay there, you get on the thing and you go on your mission. Ooh. So uh, you they, they end up building a fort, you end up talking to people, you end up showing the uh, media that, you know, uh, we're uh, equal rights for uh, androids. You put a flag on and everything. Uh, you meet the FBI and the FBI kind of wants you to surrender and it depends on what choice. The FBI guy tries to play you with North, saying, yes. you know, you surrender. Uh, she, you be spared, but I said no. We all, if I die, then we all die, mm-hmm. and that's it. So, uh, there's a bomb that ends up getting thrown after you go back after you tell the FBI no, and then you do a quick time event, and then you all are surrounded, or the people who are left are surrounded, and you are able to sing, kiss, north or do nothing. There was another option. I started singing. And all the androids started singing. And because of them singing, that allowed the president to, because I, in my public opinion, was positive. Mm-hmm. So they ended up swaying the president to say, you know, hey, we're going to call this off and everything. So those androids survived. Um, in the end, Marcus is getting a speech and Connor is in there. And he has the option to shoot Marcus or not. And I put no. And you end up seeing Connor into the place where he's meeting this woman named Amanda and stuff. So you're walking around and just cutting back and you're trying to find out how to override it. Because you do meet uh, the creator. I forgot to say, talk about this. You do meet, you do, you and Hank meet the creator. This is before Hank kills himself. And everything you guys meet the creator of these androids and everything and he gives you the turf test where his the person that lets you in this female who is the girl that she meet when the gang starts miss chloe i remember her <laughs> yes uh he brings her down and says you know if you shoot her i'll give you all the answers that you need to your one question if not i won't answer anything so that affects your relationship with Hank. So I, she got down, I killed her, and I asked her, what is RA9? And the man doesn't know. He said, you should have asked a better question. And oh, Hank what? walks off. Hank, Hank, Hank walks off, and he drives off. In the end, Hank drives off and leaves you there and stuff mm. uh, in my playthrough. But in the end, Hank kills himself. Uh Connor, I was able to uh, kind of make him a deviant, you know, give him his free will. Uh, and Marcus is telling the people, you know, we are now free. We are now going to be treated as equal. And the game is. Oh, mine was a little different because I went to... I want to say I went to Cyberlife. And I remember jumping on an elevator with Connor. And at the bottom or on the ground floor, I got into a battle with another android that was like Connor's twin. Yeah. And then I had to answer questions from Hank to see who was the real Connor. And of course, the fake Connor died because I'm that damn good. And Hank told me to go on to the, I want to say it was the meet where Marcus was at. Yeah. And then, like you said, I remember the part where 
the grenade was thrown and then you had to save like as many Andrews as you can with Marcus. Yes. I do remember kissing North. I do remember giving a speech with Marcus. I spared Marcus. And like you said, you go back to that uh, area where you meet Amanda. I yes. remember saving Connor. And of course I got a, I guess a peaceful ending. I guess you could say with those two, I should say. At the end of the game, I do remember Hank hugging Connor. That's the one I got. So that's when we was going into details about you. I was like, wait a minute. Why that sound different? I forgot. There's like 15 different endings in this game. But. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, I, I, I got to say, because I, I know that Marcus' story is kind of because the game at the end, which is really good. But I I felt bad that I allowed Kara and Alice to die because of my wrong decisions. Oh wait, so you didn't do the uh you did oh you didn't do the train station with Kara and Alice. What train station? Okay, so yeah, okay, that makes sense. So at the end of the game, you know how you trying to cross the border to go to Canada? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So this is new to me because I got them killed at the dock. They didn't. Okay. They didn't get away because I didn't play dead. Oh, what? I don't want to spoil it. Dang. Okay. I'm gonna stop. I'm gonna let you go back no, and play. No. No. Go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. Okay. So in my playthrough, I got to the train station at the at the train station or the bus station. I'm sorry, the bus station. Alice Luther and Alice are going towards it. You find out that you need a ticket. Of course, you don't have a ticket. Now, here's the choice where you meet or you meet a family. I should say, let me go back. Let me, I'm getting excited. Uh, you meet a, you see a lady drop a train ticket. Now you have a choice to either give it back or keep it for yourself. Now, mind you, she is with a newborn baby. And her husband that's trying to get to Canada. So it was like, uh, here's where my selfishness came in. I didn't give that ticket back. I'm sorry, babe. I'm sorry, man. <laughs> you, you can get one at the window, probably. <laughs> I got to say, me, myself, and I. <laughs> so you get in line. They're scanning everybody for androids. You see... Somebody walk up to the window. They get scanned. It goes off their Android. They actually get shot at the um, window. And it's yes. like you in line like, what the hell? What the happened? If you save... Uh, uh, you're going to see a Jerry in line. Y'all going to start communicating telepathically. You can either spare him or have him sacrifice himself. Here's where my bad decision came in. I actually had him sacrifice myself, uh, sacrifice himself. And me, Luther, and Kara actually crossed the border. <laughs> so I pretty much had an android kill itself. Oh, man. But, but hey. But you did that to get the good ending. Yeah, pretty much. And I did get the good ending. So. Wow. Uh... You, you missed all of that. 
because there's more choices. That was just a quick summary of what I did. Yeah, because all of, there's stuff that's locked at a certain yes. point. If if you get them killed, that's the end of their story. Oh wow! And everything. One other see, thing. Go ahead. If you spare Todd, he pops up at the end. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> oh no, Todd had to die. <laughs> he had to die because he was. And this is this is the thing about this gay is that all the ugly people all uh and stuff uh all all this all ugly people and everything um important all, all, <laughs> all, right you okay love I'm teasing uh uh all ugly people who uh were going, uh, were acting the way that they were acting, all got killed. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, go ahead and talk. Uh. So, where should I start? Of course, you don't really want to save like all the the baddies, but again, I feel like each one plays a role in this, as far as this game goes. Uh, keep talking uh, for a quick minute. I gotta go check something. Okay. All right, we could actually just pause it here. Okay. I'm gonna pause. Okay. Oh. Sorry about that. Waiting for, waiting for a FedEx package. <laughs> Okay, where we left yeah. off. <laughs> oh, I was telling you the ending of my um of my part. Okay, go ahead. So yeah, I remember you saying like, "Hey, you know, I didn't get that," and you, you know, you were saying like, "Hey, I didn't play dead, so I didn't get that ending." I was telling you about it. Okay. Calendar fail. Well. <laughs> So everybody, that's kind of it for Detroit Become Human. Uh, there are three good endings, some mixed endings. Uh, it's very replayable. Uh, the girl, Chloe, she asks, are we friends? It's, uh, and that happens when you come back from one of your playthroughs when you go to the main menu, like you cut off the system. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. And I said, no, we're not friends because I don't know who you are. And then I seen them like okay, but uh, at the end, uh, you know you could do a new game and stuff. Um, she asked me, "Can she go off and be free to find herself?" And I said yes. I said yes too. Actually, I was like, "It looks so empty without her. Like, where is she?" <laughs> yes. Actually, I so, recorded that. Yeah, because I was like, if she looks. If my screen looks a little different from everybody else's game, that's because I freed Chloe. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So uh, that is just, I would say, a portion of Detroit Become Human. Um, 
kind of the flow of it we gave you gave you guys the, the the kind of the flow of it but your decisions really changed the game so we didn't explore everything that's why i'm happy that that game gave a floor a flow chart um i was i've been so excited to play this game all the way it's about 10 hours in total um a little more if you want to do everything uh I, you can't beat it in a weekend and it's not really that long of a game surprisingly um it's easier with the uh quick time events so and everything they actually you're able to see it and give it time i think the only thing i didn't like was uh some of the times it makes you shake the controller and everything you'd be like what the and i would end up shaking moving it the wrong way and everything just like oh crap you know what i didn't turn that feature on i used the touchpad uh-huh and i, and I used the uh, d-pad but other oh, nice. than that, I didn't want to do that. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to do that whole motion. So I was like, Ugh. I should try it next time. But I know me, I'll be like, oh my God, my arms are getting tired. <laughs> <laughs> Back in my day, yeah. I used to do this. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I firstly, for me, would recommend that people play Detroit Become Human. Oh, yeah. uh, and I like and like I said, I know that David Cage has been a very controversial uh, person. Um, he's kind of lost a lot of credibility um, with a lot of people because uh, of, of, I won't say a scandal, but a uh, alleged situation that happened with them. I don't ever think it got resolved or anything. Um, but Quantum Dreams is doing the next Star, doing a Star Wars game. So I am looking forward to that. And I, outside of David Cage himself, I've really enjoyed point of dreams games i really like that they are going for a narrative and mm-hmm. stuff and if people even feel like it's too cinematic or it's overridden or it's clumsy and stuff i do love the fact that when i do make a choice it's really coming from me and it's natural it's nothing that's like made up or anything mm-hmm. um, with it so yeah. uh nelly any thoughts any thoughts go play detroit become human <laughs> great yeah. game Pick it up. Uh, listen, you'll know what you're missing, pretty much, if you haven't played it. <laughs> yes. Well, everybody, that's going to be it for Talk the Walk. I will say at this time, we don't have our February game, but if you follow us on uh, Discord, uh, Rush Media, we will have our next game. Uh, just to give everybody heads up, we are going to be doing Before Your Eyes. We are going to be doing Coffee Talk Episode 2. Um, hindsight is going to be one that we are going to be uh, looking at. And there is one again that I think is about to come out on PlayStation. It's that black girl with the glasses. And she's exploring this world and everything. Um it's like not saying it's a coloring book, but it's beautiful in its colors and its depictions. I can't get the name of it, but I'm going to be putting it up there for people to check out. So we will have a game uh, for February, uh, or probably by the time you see this, we will have that game ready. Nelly, I want to thank you for joining me for this episode. Yeah. Um, where can people find you? Anything? All right, so you can find me on Twitter. At Planet Nelly. Nelly is spelled N3LLIE. And you can find me on Twitch when I have time under <laughs> Brightface underscore 87. Yes. 
and you guys can follow me on twitter at that retro code you guys know the whole bit and everything uh with that everybody have a great week have a great weekend and we will see you the next time on talk the walk bye everybody much love bye the talk the walk is a project of boss rush media llc and it's recorded from our headquarters in akron ohio this show is hosted by me, Edward Varnell. My co-host is Celeste Roberts. You can find Celeste at Fairy Crypt on Twitter and Instagram. You can find me at that Retrico on Twitter and Instagram and hosting Nintendo Power Block. You can follow Talk the Walk's release schedule by following the Boss Rush Podcast on Twitter and Instagram at Boss Rush Podcast. You can also follow Boss Rush Media and Boss Rush Network on all major social media platforms. Join the Boss Rush Network Discord and Facebook groups to interact with other friends and fans. Thanks for listening and we'll see you next time.